Welcome to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast, the podcast that teaches women just like you to have the self-confidence to express who you are so that the world knows you just by looking at you. Style is the outward expression of the way you feel about yourself on the inside. There is a confident, stylish woman inside of you, and as your style coach, it's my job to help you find her so you can look stylish and feel confident every single day. I'm your host, Sherry Brazier. Let's dive in. Let's talk about how to organize your closet. Really get it organized in a way that feels so good. Really get all of the clothes out that you don't wear or even like so that you can make room for the styles and the clothes that you love and want to wear every day. It can feel so overwhelming, but with the right guidance from my Organize My Closet checklist, it won't be. Once you get your closet in order, it will be so much easier to keep it that way. I remember when I did this several years ago, it felt overwhelming to start, but Once I started, it actually felt cleansing and kind of exciting. Now I do a deep clean and a reorganizing twice a year. For me, it feels like a natural time to do this in the fall and at the first of the summer. I love to get my sweaters and my long pants out when the leaves start to turn and get my shorts and my capris put away. And maybe for you, It's after the holidays and maybe midsummer that you want to pull out your summer stuff and put away your winter stuff. Whatever time is natural for you is the perfect time. Joshua Becker says, the first step in crafting the life you want is to get rid of everything you don't. So the first step for all my style clients when they begin working with me is to clean out everything in their closet that doesn't serve them. This is anything that no longer fits them. Maybe it's outdated or they don't love it or they don't even know that they have it. Like they've completely forgotten that it was there or it just doesn't make them feel good. Just doesn't make them feel beautiful. Cleaning out your closet is more than just creating space. Although that is necessary, it's about freeing up mental space. It's about finding clarity in your personal style and It's about saving yourself money. And who doesn't want that, right? So three benefits of of an organized closet. Number one, open up mind space. I am a firm believer that a cluttered space equals a cluttered mind. I've noticed that if my desk is cluttered when I work, I don't get as much done as when my desk is organized. I find that I get distracted by all of these papers and items on my desk and then my mind wanders and then it's really hard for me to pull it back on task. And when my desk is organized, I have more sustained focus on my project and I get so much more done. I feel the same way about my house. When I was younger, a young mom, I really just wanted my house to be clean, but I don't really like to clean. (laughs) I really don't. I didn't like to clean. I do now, I guess, in a sense, but I didn't then. But I really wanted a clean house. And now 
I look back and I realize that the reason why it was so important for me to have a clean house and why it's still important for me today to have a clean house is because when my house is clean, then I don't feel as scattered in my brain. My brain is pretty fast and there's lots of things going on. And so my house being clean and organized in the my living spaces where I am most of the time, it feels calmer to me. Now, if you open any of the doors and you look inside the rooms, they're not going to be organized. <laughs> look in the closets. Some of them aren't going to be organized. I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. But an organized space equals an organized mind. And your closet is the same. So having a cluttered closet isn't doing you any favors. When your closet is cluttered and not organized, you might find yourself getting distracted by all of the options and end up wearing the same things that you wear on a regular basis or the most convenient things rather than the outfits that make you feel beautiful. Be honest. Have you ever bought something new and hung it in your closet and then forgot about it almost immediately and then find it months later? If you just screamed, yes, you're not alone. I've done this too. And it happens all too often. Because when our closets are overstuffed and everything is crammed into a pile, we can't physically see what's even in there. Messy, overloaded closets lead to overwhelm and anxiety really, really quickly. Okay, number two benefit of having an organized closet is it's easier to create a mix and match wardrobe. Every woman that I talk to says she wants a mix and match wardrobe. Now, what she's really saying is she wants to be able to grab a shirt and a pair of pants out of her closet and know that they'll go together. When you organize your closet the way that I will teach you, it will be much easier to achieve the mix and match wardrobe that you desire. Having an organized closet is easier to see what you have and then find what you want. When your closet is organized, it is so easy to find something to wear because everything in your closet goes together and you know where the things are. You aren't going through winter and summer clothes to find the right shirt or the right pants. It's easy to just grab a shirt and a pair of pants and know that they'll look good together because all of your clothes were purchased intentionally to go together and you have those outfit formulas that are custom made for your own closet and your own wardrobe. And so it's so much easier to get dressed in the morning because everything goes together. And that's what a mix and match wardrobe is. You can just walk in and mix and match any of the shirts with any of the pants and they will go together. And it's really easy to see outfits when you have this kind of a closet. Okay. So the third benefit of having an organized closet is it saves money, which I'm sure that you're starting to get the idea of how number three comes into play. So do you find yourself buying the same thing over and over? Or do you find that you have one color that kind of dominates your closet? For me, it's white shirts. I have a ton of white shirts. When I organized my closet this last fall, I realized that I'd gotten a little lazy in the organizing department and I had purchased a few duplicate shirts. 
And it ended up being okay and it ended up just like being fine because they're really good basics that I wear a lot and it was it, it was fine. But it alerted me that I've kind of gotten a little lazy and I've been slacking in the area of making sure that my closet stays organized and I need to pay more attention to that. So when my clients get their closets organized in this way, they spend less money because they can see what they have and then they don't buy as many doubles. So how do I teach my clients to organize their closets? You're asking? Well, I have a checklist that I give to all my clients and I'm going to give it to you today. So, but I'm going to pull it up here and I'm going to talk to you about it and tell you exactly how I teach my clients to organize their closet. Okay, so the first thing that we're going to do, you're going to want to make sure that you have a day that you can dedicate to organizing your closet. Okay, and then I want you to get three different boxes or laundry baskets or, you know, a container to put them in rather than just a pile, because you know how piles just get piles, right? So I've done laundry baskets, I've done actual cardboard boxes, I've done Rubbermaid containers, it doesn't really matter the container, just make sure you have three. And these are the three labels, so to speak, that you're going to put on each one of these boxes, okay? One is for donations, one is for repairs, and one is titled maybes, okay? Then I want you to go into your closet and start arranging your closet by item type, okay? Now what I mean by item type is you're going to put all of your dresses together and you're going to use like one section of your closet for long dresses and then you're going to put short dresses next to it. So put the short dresses together and the long dresses together all in one spot, okay? Then you're going to go to like jackets, okay? Put all your jackets together, your zip hoodies, your, you know, whatever athletic team or whatever you have for a jacket of some kind, like those kinds of jackets and your blazers. If you have blazers, put, the, put all those together, okay? Then you're going to do all your long sleeve shirts. Now for my closet, and this, this doesn't work for every single person, but for my closet, I have dressy long sleeve shirts and casual long sleeve shirts. So I want to put all my dressy long sleeves together and all my casual long sleeves together. You may not have that and that's fine. Just put all of your long sleeve um, shirts together. Okay. Then put all your short sleeve shirts together. And I have dressy short sleeve shirts and casual short sleeve shirts. So I, I do categorize them that way. Okay. But you can do whatever you want to do as far as that goes. Okay. Then you're going to put all your pants together and all your skirts together. Okay. So that's your, your item type. Your item type would be dresses, jackets, shirts, pants, blazers, whatever. That's an item type. Okay. So you're going to organize your closet and arrange them by item type. Then as you're doing that, as you're like pulling them out and organizing them and whatever, you're going to naturally have things that you wear more than others. You're going to pull this one out and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's my favorite one. Okay. So identify those pieces that you wear the most. I didn't pull them out of my closet. 
I just made a mental note that I have some things that I wear a lot. I just identified them in my mind. Okay. And then what I want you to do is I want you to try on all of your clothes. Now, when I was going through this, and when I go through this with my clients, what usually ends up happening nine times out of 10 is as we're sorting through and putting things together in item type, you will find things that you're like, well, that doesn't even fit me. Well, I haven't worn that in years. Why do I still have that thing? Okay. So as you're organizing your closet by item type, I want you to start putting things in those buckets, putting those, putting things in those baskets, those boxes. Okay. You pull out a a pair of pants, let's say, because it's a pair of pants and you're going to sort by item type and it doesn't fit you. You need to make a decision right then. Are you going to donate it or are you not going to donate it? Is it something that's a, for sure, I don't want this anymore. Put it in the donation box. If it's a maybe, you're like, "Mm, I'm not sure. I want to kind of keep on, keep a hold of it. Maybe it fits me. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it fits right. Maybe it doesn't. Those are your maybes. You're just not really sure. You're going to make a quick decision. You're either going to get rid of it and it's going to go in the donation box or you're going to put it in the maybe pile. Okay. You're going to pull it out of your closet and you're going to put it in that maybe box. Okay. We'll talk about what to do with the maybes in a minute and then sort accordingly to your item type. Okay. So once you get all of that done, you've gone, you've put your hands on every single piece of clothing in your closet. At this point, you have physically touched every single piece of clothing in your closet. And as you've touched them, as you've pulled them out, make a decision, donate, keep, or maybe. Okay. So if it's a keep, you put it in the appropriate spot. If it's a donation, you put it in the donation pile. If it's a maybe, you put it in the maybe pile. Now, maybe you've got an article of clothing that's for sure a keep, but it has some repairs. That's where the repair box comes in. You're going to keep that item of clothing, but you have to sew on a button or whatever. It's come unstitched on the hem or something. It needs to be hemmed. Let's say it's a pair of pants and it need they need to be hemmed. So you're going to put those in the repair box. Okay. So put all your repairs in the repair box, put all the maybes in the maybe box and the donation pile is all the things you don't want to keep. And then everything that you do want to keep, you're going to put in the appropriate section in your closet. Okay. So after you get all of that done, that's going to take you a little bit of time probably. I mean, if you don't have very many clothes, it might take you, it might not take you very much time. But most of my clients, this is a couple of hours of a thing. And if you're local to me, then I come to your house and I go through it with you and I, you know, add moral support and add some questions and kind of help you make some decisions and whatnot. I'm there with you um, person to person. But if you're doing this on your own, then Um, you're just going to want to take a couple of hours on a Saturday or whatever to get this done. Okay. So once you've identified the clothes that go in the donation box and the maybe box and the repair box, and then you've put the clothes in your closet that you're going to keep, and they're all assorted, you know, sorted and arranged by item type, then you likely could be done for the day, depending on how long that's taken you. That might just be enough for the day. And if it is, that is totally fine. It was for me and it is for most of my clients. It takes one whole session to do just that, okay? So then 
The next thing that we want to do is schedule some time to try on all of the pieces in the maybe box and make a decision whether you're going to keep them or donate them. And it's a good idea to make quick decisions, but I understand if there are some things that take you a little bit of time to decide whether you're going to keep them or not. That's that's totally fine. And when you are doing this on your own, it's you just have to do what you what you can do. It just takes as much time as it takes. But if you're in my program, this is the part where the coaching comes in. Because I can ask you what is the the pull that's keeping you from making the decision. What is happening that's keeping you from making the decision of whether you're going to keep it or not? And we can flesh out some of the reasons that you have. Maybe you spent some money on it. Maybe it was a gift. Maybe it was aunt so-and-so's. Like there's some things that kind of come up that you are going to need some help trying to figure this thing, these things out and making a decision with some of those things that you feel good about, that you don't have a whole bunch of drama around after it's done. Okay. So once you have scheduled the time to try on all of the maybes, then you're going to schedule time to deliver the donation box to the appropriate location, whether it's to Deseret Industries or the home ranch or the, you know, the secondhand store down the, down the road that you're going to change exchange for money and whatever, whatever you decide to do, wherever you're going to take your donations to, you need to schedule a time on your calendar to take the donation box to the place. I don't know how many times I've driven around for weeks and months with a basket full of clothes in my car that's going to the DI for, to the Deseret Industries that I just don't get it there. So schedule some time on your calendar, make an appointment for yourself to donate those clothes. Okay. Then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to look at your repairs box. And you're going to schedule on your calendar time to repair those clothes. Maybe that's time to take them to the cleaners that or the repair shop that's going to repair them for you. Or maybe that is scheduling some time that you can sit down at your sewing machine at home and repair them yourself. So schedule some time to do the repair box. Now, if the thing that's coming up for you right now is, oh, I do not want to spend the time to figure out how to repair those things and who to take them to and all the repair places that, you know, are near me are expensive or they're closed down because of the pandemic or whatever, then you need to really decide whether you want to repair those things or not, whether they're important enough to you in your wardrobe to repair them or if you're just going to send them away. You're just going to send them off to the donation pile or you're going to put them in the garbage or whatever you need to do. That's a really good indicator when you have a box full of repaired items. If you're just like, Ugh, I don't want to take care of that. I don't want to do that. Then that can give you some information that maybe you don't want to do the repair thing and you should just get rid of them. Some, whatever it is that you need to do. Okay. All right. Now, once you've done that, it is a really great time to get new hangers. I suggest the suede covered wire hangers that you can get at Bed Bath & Beyond. Those are the kind of hangers that I get. And the reason I like them is because they're thin and they slide on the rod 
really easy because they're wire and they don't take a whole lot of room in my closet. They're skinny. So they, they are space saving and I don't have a very big closet. So space saving is really important to me. So that's why I like those, those um, cloth covered. They're kind of a suede fabric and they don't let the clothes slip off. So if you have like a really silky blouse and you have a hard time keeping it on a hanger um, or some of your dresses maybe are like that rayon material and they have a, a hard time staying on hangers, those suede covered wire hangers are a really good hanger for, for that. So that's what I would recommend. Now that you've done that, use this same strategy for shoes. Get a donation box, a maybe box, a repair box, and go through your shoes in the exact same way. And then you're going to put them in your closet like things together by item type. You're going to put all of your tennis shoes together, all your boots together, all your booties together, all your heels together. Okay. You're going to organize them by item type, by shoe type. Okay. Now you should have a closet that's organized and easy to see what you have and easy to work from. And also you'll have a good idea of what pieces that you like the most and the ones you wear the most. Now, this is super great information for you going forward as you build your mix and match wardrobe because you can see what are the things I wear the most? What types of clothes are those? Are they jeans? Are they slacks? Are they um, yoga pants? Are they t-shirts? Are they long shirts? What kinds of shirts are you wearing the most? And what do you need to replace? Because you got rid of whatever it was because it had a stain or it needed repairs or it didn't quite fit very good or it was just worn out or whatever. Now you have a really good shopping list to kind of work from. So once you've done all of these things, you should have a really organized closet that you should be able to see what you have and know what you need and be able to work out of. Okay. You'll also find a whole bunch of other things. You'll find that you have certain colors that you like, that you buy more often than others. You like certain patterns maybe. Okay. Now when you're inside my style mastery program, we have a partnership with your color guru and she does a color analysis for each one of my clients that come into style mastery. And so that gives you your color palette that you can take into your closet and see how am I doing on the color palette? Where am I heavy on one color? Maybe I need some other colors, or maybe it just gives you the idea of adding some different colors that you may not have thought of before. Now that you can see what you've got in your closet. Okay. Okay. So that is the organize my closet checklist. Now I have this on a PDF already with boxes that you can check and everything to make it easier for you to accomplish this. I always like an actual checklist. I like the check the box, it's done, I have the thing, and also remind me what I needed to do so that I don't have to listen to the podcast and take notes, <laughs> right? So if you like a, an actual checklist, if you're with me with the actual checklists, I have one in a document all ready for you. Just send the words freebie please 
to my email that can be found in the show notes. It's info at sherrybrazier.com. Just put that in there and send the words freebie, please. And I will attach the file and send it to you. Super, super simple. I don't have a link set up for it. And by the time this podcast was on my mind and I needed to get it out, I didn't have a link. So just send me the an email that says freebie, please, and I will reply with the document and it will come to you. Super, super simple. Okay. Now, always you can reach out to me if you have any questions. Same email. It comes right directly to me. I don't have anyone else help working with me to bypass my emails. They come right directly to me. And you can always reach out to me there. If you have any questions or a specific situation that is that feels like it might not be the norm and you're not really sure what to do about it with your closet, just send me an email and I will respond to you. I love connecting with my podcast listeners. I want to hear from you. I want to know if this is resonating. I want to know if it's helping you. And I want to know if there's something that you need that's more, that I need to give you more um, explanation or more tips or whatever. So please reach out to me with any of your concerns or any of your uh, things that you want help with. But also if you want this checklist, it's in a document all ready to go. I'll just send it to you. Okay. All right, you guys, that's what I've got for you this week. Can't wait to talk to you next week. See ya. Bye.